0: All right, welcome back everyone to Get the Net. We got a quality show lined up tonight. We got Big Buff coming on in a couple minutes here. Uh, not a whole hell of a lot to touch on around here. Um, you know, it's winter. We're ice fishing. There's uh, nothing going on in the bass fishing front. There's the Bassmaster Team Championship down on Hartwell right now. So that's going on. A couple Canadians in the, in the running there. So that'll be cool to watch. But otherwise, she's pretty much just hard water. Uh, been watching a little game of inches action just to kind of get my, uh, competitive viewing fix. Um, talk to Clayton and Adam, the, the champions, uh, hopefully I'm not spoiling it for you, but they're, uh, they're going to jump on a little bit later in the month here and we're going to do some BSing with them. So that'll be quality. Yeah. Otherwise been sneaking out on the hard water here and there. I mean, it's ice fishing. There's not a ton to say there. Uh, keep up with the videos and actually, um, partnered with strike master in Normar Canada this year to give away a 40 volt ice auger. Uh, check out my socials and YouTube for instructions on that, but it's super simple. All you do is go to the old Tube channel, Jamie Bruce fishing and hit subscribe. There's already a bunch of free, good content on there. It doesn't cost you anything to sub. So just hit subscribe and you're in for a uh, pretty mint auger draw. Uh, that's going to be going down. You have up till December 31st to put in. So super generous of them to put that forward. Those are deadly augers. Mine last year, I've absolutely ragged all it all season. Literally ran it over with the ski of my 700 pound utility sled with my ass on it. And, uh, you know, it's still trooping and she don't get me wrong. It's a little scuffed up. Um, but definitely don't need a new auger this year. So we're going to hand that out. Those things are built to get beat, uh, you know, in, in the winter. That's why I've always stuck with Strike Master. You know, even back in the old guide days, we would just destroy augers and even back then they were always the best. So definitely keep an eye on those. There's a ton of them at Lake of the Woods Sports right now. So if you're after one and don't want to wait to win one in the draw, then head on down there and excited to announce another new sponsor, uh, Nordic Point Lodge. They're on board for the season, you know, putting their uh, putting their hat in the ring to give me the boost for the Elite Series dream. I mean, it's a super nice place uh, in a really good area and really great folks running it with a lot of experience, you know, in the fishing realm. Someone who's already been around it uh, makes things go a lot better for for the guests. So, so that'll be a good family stop. And, uh, you know, they'll be able to take care of any kind of corporate trips or anything like that. Super quality fishing, still easy to get to. It's up, uh, you know, only about an hour and a half from Kenora. Uh, there's a lot of good opportunities. You know, a lot of people coming just kind of stop at Kenora like it's the be-all end-all, but there's a lot more out there, uh, you know, up there on uh, Peralt and Cedar. Uh, super quality fishing around there. Can't wait to get up there and check that out. Actually put a trip on the books for uh, Dryden coming up here in a couple months. Going to go hunt some big crappies and walleyes around there. Really looking forward to that. Um, it's I mean, for how close these places are, you know, to me, I rarely go check them out as much as I'd like to. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. So I have that one circled on the calendar. I always love getting back to Dryden any excuse I can find. And got to say thanks again to 13 Fishing. Actually super excited to have, uh, have a nice box of the new G-Man rods in the mail. Uh, looking forward to getting my mitts on those. They're uh, built in consultation with Gerald Swindle from the ground up. So, you know, he's using them on tour right now definitely if they're good enough for him they're good enough for me so uh, i know they're coming in at a at a really quality price point you're not going to have to spend any kind of crazy money for a quality rod and you might be able to get three or four rods instead of just buying one uh one one super high endo so keep an eye out for those that's the uh, meta series from 13 fishing and a couple new ice rods coming up from them too uh 38 inch light tickle stick i am looking forward to that sucker they revamped her again uh you know it's been my favorite rod this year and um yeah definitely worth a look again not going to break the bank on it does everything you need it to do and kind of a general purpose that 38l caught a you know, caught like a seven or eight pound walleye on it the other day and caught a 15 inch crappie earlier in the year on it. it's just uh kind of a swiss army knife of uh of light to medium ice fishing rods and definitely worth a the look they got them at lake of the woods sports check them out there and one more plug here uh got a shout out btfishing.com check them check out we them got smelt naders rocking and rock bassmaster rock bass classic, classic, classic coming up, coming up. uh um, smeltonator could play, could there. play it, there it uh, it's actually on the lake where Gussie Guss won smeltonator jig, Maltinator jig, jig, just, jig a just a couple years uh, ago uh similar, uh similar time of year a little bit later, later in the season. season better go uh, ahead and drive, drive those in you before, before, before someone wins, wins, it, wins it on the jig and they all yard sale coop Calant's actually in that one too that's how he won the bassmaster open on cherokee um so yeah yeah better stock up now you know you're going to be using them next year i'd imagine um and we'll and hook, you up, hook you up, use promo, code, promo code, code, get the net, get, get you 10%, get 10%, 10% off uh, uh, all, products, all products. And we offer and free, we shipping free shipping anywhere, anywhere in Canada and the, the U.S. on orders, orders over, over 99, 99 bucks. So check that out for sure. Um, you know, and and on the ice fishing front too, we've got that new big windy color for, uh, it was specifically designed for Lake Winnipeg. Uh, it's been hammering them out on other water. It's kind of more of a dirty water color. If you're a, you know, if you're a clear water kind of person or for trout and that new Ralph smoke is really dialed too. And then, you know, the classic purple, silver and, uh, you know, white and all those colors too are available. And uh, the clack shots are up there too. They've been banging pretty good. Um, You know, it's taken a little bit, but people are finally starting to put it to work a little bit. Uh, Everyone kind of bought them a while ago and didn't really put them to use, but now I'm getting messages and seeing videos like crazy of people lighting them up on them. I just talked to Justin Jenkins the other day and he was blasting them on the Red River clack shot and he said he outfished the Jig and Minna ten to one, and I knew he wasn't lying because it was one of our jigs too. Uh, he had the the Lake Winnipeg smeltonator, the big windy smeltonator on there, so definitely worth a look. Check it out www.btfishing.com. Welcome to Get the Net, a fishing podcast that takes a deep dive into competitive events, fishing news, tips, tactics, and most importantly, interviews with some of the most interesting and in tuned anglers from Canada to the central US. We're leaving no stone unturned to bring you the most raw and authentic dog talk. My name is Jamie Bruce. While well, my resume says bass, my frying pan says walleye, I'm no stranger to the multi species realm. Whether you're puttering on tackle, driving the bus, cutting the grass, or killing time in a nine to five, Try to give you something in every episode to take with you on the water. At the very least, bring you a few laughs.
1: Hello.
0: Get her figured, partner.
1: My internet's gonna be horrible, by the way.
0: How come you don't have good Wi-Fi?
1: I'm not rich enough.
0: Try, uh, try shutting your video off. All right, man. We ain't gonna be able to see you. Yeah, I'll just leave her like that. I'll just put up a picture of you crushing (laughs) some guy.
1: (laughs) just get a video going oh
0: yeah yeah just play on the loop highlight reel
1: am i really slow coming in
0: all you guys in minnesota talk so damn slow anyway i can't really tell if there's a delay
1: <laughs> uh true on that true on that
0: yeah well thanks for jumping on bud this is uh this is a big event have uh have two buddies that are retired nhl guys and are in you know, in the tournament world, um, Richie's probably going to be a bit before he jumps on. I yelled at him at KBI, kind of threw my hands in the air. So, you might need a month or two to cool down. So, you're, uh, you're the first NHL guy on get the net partner.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I get to listen to it all the time, wondering if I was ever going to get on this thing.
0: Yeah. I-, I held you waiting in the weeds a little bit.
1: <laughs> figure I'd be top five, but guess not.
0: <laughs> no, had to make sure it was a real thing. I actually, uh, you know when we get someone on here I, even though I know you and have been around you a bunch I uh I still creeped you a little bit uh you know on the on the google box and uh man you, it doesn't look like you've done any hockey podcast and this is like your third fishing podcast now yeah you're right on
1: that one I have not did one I uh have just been uh pretty much by myself and a few fishing buddies that you know fish with me and talk to me pretty often in the summer the only people I kind of Got me on so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I heard that one, that uh, that uh teal. I didn't know that existed. That was pretty badass. I liked that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I didn't know it, was, it really was either until he asked me.
0: Yeah. It looks like he just kind of got all the boys on there and then just ran out of dudes to talk to in Minnesota. So shut her down for the last little month or so. Yeah.
1: I haven't uh, actually looked at it lately, but yeah, he does a pretty good job. It's just, it's fun always doing these.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. If you're listening, check that out. It's uh, Teals Bass Galaxy. Um, I know you mentioned that Spit and Chicklets has asked you before to hop on. Hey,
1: yeah, I've been uh, asked a couple times by them. I haven't uh, haven't made that debut yet.
0: Are you thinking about it, or are you just telling them to beat it?
1: I I haven't uh, decided. I'll eventually do it one day, but not yet. They want they you. want the hockey side.
0: Hell yeah, make them work for it.
1: Yep. Yeah, I've
0: never even talked to you once about hockey.
1: You're probably right on that too.
0: I'm not That's lying. i
1: talking to you now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest like I'm, you know, I watch hockey, I'm around it. I used to be a big fan. I used to see you out there ragged all in the sedines in front of the net and like Vancouver, you know, it's kind of my team. I'd be like, "Well, not really a fan of that guy." Right. You know, and then he ragged all Chris Pronger. I grew up in Dryden and uh you went into the corner with pronger you were like 11 years old and the dude's like a national treasure And dryden like built the outdoor rink like his name's on you know when you drive into town and you're like 11 years old going to the corner and just throw her national treasure into the boards i was like "Fuck this guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I i had to make myself a presence there and make my name
0: yeah but it worked
1: that one did it right there. Pronger hit it, did
0: it. That was the one. Like that's that's what kicked her off.
1: That pretty much kicked it off right there. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, that's like prison rules. Hey, just find the biggest dude in the yard and knock his ass down.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was bad in the bone. Like he was tough, one of the toughest guys to play against because he was still with the old school rules and get cross checked and everything. And I had to stand in front of the net. I hated every minute of it.
0: Yeah, he would just be knifing at you the whole time? Oh,
1: yeah. Ribs, back. Dude, I could not wait for that series to get over. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, you should have backed her out to the blue line a little bit then.
1: I, I wish I would have been at the blue line there and that, but it is what it is. I'll take that
0: cup. Yeah, bud. Well, you know. You're, this is a fishing podcast, so we'll get into some fishing. Um, no, we're not going to get into fishing yet. What's the What's the hunting report? You said you might go down with uh, the boss boys? Go do some waterfowling?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about doing some of that. Um, never happened to work out. I got two uh, Christmas concerts coming up here in the next six days. So Mama Bear wasn't going to let me leave and miss the concerts. So I'm going to stick around home, I guess, and... Just sitting the same deer stands I've been sitting in all fall. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet. A lot of nature watching. Figured out I'm a pretty good nature watcher. What have you been looking at? I got a couple nice like nine pointer. Got a nice nine pointer running around my house here. Got a couple solid eights. I got. I've seen them, been able to shoot, but I've just passed. I don't know. Just. It's too warm out and then I have to chop up the meat right away. I've just, just been too easy, too easy as watching.
0: Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. I enjoy watching it too. Nothing great has came by, but I should probably get one on the ground here this winter here before it's all over with. Yeah. I did jump, I did jump out to uh, New Mexico in September for chasing some elk with bow. Got That's to see awesome. uh got to see quite a few elk out there, which was, you know, really cool. I've never done that before. I've chased them with bow, so it made it pretty tough. I never did shoot, but got in, stocked a few, got in within probably forty yards, walked up on the wrong side of the tree for me. So i kind of chat me, but it is what it is. I'll definitely try again next year. And get one on the ground
0: yeah man that sounds like a cool trip it looked like were you when you were going to do this boss trip was that with like with robertson and the boys
1: um i don't think the robertsons was in there i don't know actually who i actually didn't even ask who was actually going
0: okay because i saw him like teeing up for a waterfowl hunt and it was like there was like a foot of snow on the ground and it looks looked miserable i figured that was the trip you were piggybacking on when you said he might go
1: no, I, th- I actually think he's actually up here right now.
0: I think oh, okay, him
1: and Seth are are doing something up here somewhere. I thought I nice. seen something like that, but
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know
1: if I'm a I'm a good waterfall guy when it's snow on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it> sounds brutal. <laughs> I was more worried when he told me that. I was like, oh shit, Buff's going to be around Robertson, like he's going to try to wrestle him and just get killed, like <laughs> open up another spot on the elite series next year, maybe.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't think he'll give me a
0: chance. Oh uh, yeah, he'd he'd try. Uh. <laughs> you and I linked up one day at KBI after a few sociables.
1: You'd linked up after a couple? Well, no. Yeah, but you know fucking techniques and stuff though.
0: Well, no, I I I looked at it like, okay, there's a hundred percent chance I'm gonna get ragdolled here. And you know, on the off chance you were still playing at the time. I was like on the off chance that maybe you like slipped on a margarita or something and hurt yourself. Then I would have ruined a $50 million contract.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. She was a lose-lose. Playing day, not a chance. Not a chance in my playing days.
0: No, no. I would
1: have given yeah. you a good run.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm well aware. That's why I detach from the situation. <laughs> I got uh, the hell out of there. Yep. Yeah no that was fun though like that was back in the back in the kbi days when you and peters were coming up that's kind of the you know the first uh first time we were around you
1: yeah yeah it was
0: any of that so the on term the i need to get back into yeah that one's on the roster
1: yeah that one's definitely on the roster i mean now that the border's definitely open i can make a make a wiggle and put it in the calendar but with all these kids it's tough to uh tough to plan things
0: you are they really? both playing hockey
1: Nope, I only got one in so far. The little one he he can't make up his mind what he wants to do. Yep. He's into the ninja training. He likes ninja, so I'll let him run with it. Yep.
0: Hell yeah. That'd be cool. He's
1: ragdolling his brother here pretty quick. (laughs) Tell you that.
0: Yeah. Nice. What are uh what are all the boys doing up there? What's the crew saying? The classic bass crew
1: the classic bass crew. Um, you know what? I haven't talked to too many of them lately there. I'm guessing everyone's trying to get their ice houses out and we're kind of in the dog days right now. Cause we don't get super cold and the lakes don't freeze over right away. Yeah. So we got to run all the way up North to get on ice right now. So everyone's just kind of all over getting their, sounds like everyone's trying to get their fish houses ready and thinking about going North here pretty quick
0: you teeing yours up or not dealing with that this year
1: um i'll tee it up eventually mine's ready to go mine's already up north i used it for hunting season so mine's just sitting there ready to be used
0: nice one you'll haul that sucker out on woods
1: yep get that thing out on the woods i gotta get up to lake winnipeg too and grab one machine i got sitting up there i've had up there since i played Yeah, yeah, come down. Hopefully, I got a room for me for a couple days.
0: Yeah, bud, can make that work. I guess if you want to come ice fishing, but in my opinion, you're heading the wrong way, bud. Should be pointing that rig south.
1: Yeah, I will. I'll head south in February sometime. Yeah, so much hockey going on right now that with the kids that. Try to be around for that these days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Are you, uh, you got any, where are you going in February? You, like going to do the Florida deal? Are you going to go do some fishing or what?
1: Uh, probably try to go do some fishing, see what's goes on. I don't really have, I don't really make plans early. I just kind of go with it, run with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we got you on here then.
1: Yeah. I just kind of go with the flow.
0: That's a decent uh, way to go, bud.
1: Yeah, you know how I roll.
0: Yeah, well, how do I ask you any questions then? If, like, if you don't plan anything, like, are you doing, uh, you doing the classic bass thing next year?
1: Doing the classic bass. We got uh, three pretty good lakes this year. Pretty excited for them. Nothing new, so that's that's helpful for me.
0: What's the schedule?
1: Um, I think we're in uh, Big Stone. Whitefish and Muhammadu, So it'd be like Alexandria and Gull and wherever Big Stone is out like on the border.
0: All good lakes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All good lakes. So pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah. I was looking at, uh, if I wasn't going to the opens, I, I actually talked to Scott and was, uh, was thinking about fishing it this year. I just just talked to him today and uh, told him I was going to the opens, but it uh, they got a pre- pretty sweet little layout there for that derby, that series.
1: Yeah, they actually do. I actually enjoy it. They do, and Scott does a great job running it and doing it all. Yeah, i done it since I've done it since the beginning. It's fun. It's been a learning curve for me. You know, just jumping in a boat and trying to fish against these guys, not knowing shit at the beginning. Yeah, and just running with it now.
0: It looks like it's working out though. I, I checked out the stats from the last couple of years, uh, just before you hopped on and you had like, you, you got like 30th out of 60 last year overall. And then you were 40 something the year before. So you're climbing up, It looks like you're climbing up every year.
1: Yeah. Starting to figure it out. I mean, it, it's been changing every year and you know, every person I can jump in the boat with, I learned so much, much more it's, now it's just trying to figure, I don't think to actually sit down and learn my electronics. That's my problem. Yeah. Just can't go fish that hump and just go fish it. You got to get on that electronics and really fish.
0: Does it piss you off looking at him, or you like you, you just got to learn it better?
1: <laughs> um, a little bit of both. I got to learn it better, but I also don't like staring down at my damn screen. I just like getting on, getting out there and just fish and throw that that thing out there and just drag it back. But everyone else, everyone else is looking at it. So I gotta, I gotta do the same thing, I guess.
0: It sucks when you're tall too, man. She's hard on the neck.
1: Real hard. Yeah. I agree with you on that one.
0: Yeah. I see a little sawed off like five, four guys complaining about their neck. I'm like, yeah, we gotta look an extra foot.
1: <laughs> All right. I mean you're you've gotten smart and at least lifted yours up pretty good, so you're not so bad.
0: Yeah, that, that big long arm ram mount is the kind of the equivalent to putting like uh a, a handle on your golf bag. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's that old school <laughs> like it's like grandpa mode you know it should be wearing white new balances running it and you look like <laughs> a jackass but man if you like i don't even know what the long game is going to be on your neck doing this like oh, time's out for 25 years yeah
1: it's yeah it's only gonna get worse but they look like there's new shit coming out that lifts up and moves around a little bit so which is nice you see
0: yeah yeah i, I evolved those a little bit I mostly just don't want people chirping. <laughs> Start getting some chirps. You got two graphs rising up to your eyes. You details. always lay
1: yours down before it goes anyways, before you go.
0: Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Up in the air like that, just flopping around.
1: Yeah, I'll wreck that'll wreck something there. Catch a nice wave.
0: Yeah, bud. Um, so you've been grinding it out like for I don't know what like maybe six or seven years kind of getting into this bass fishing game it seems like you're going pretty hard at it uh definitely can see the improvement you know uh in the the kind of times i've fished with you um you know and and you're grinding at it is it like are you super competitive at it i can't tell when you're in the back of the boat um like are you grunt is it something you are are like wanting bad or are you just like you know being around the boys and and kind of being part of the the league a little bit,
1: a little bit of both. To be honest with you, now I'm kind of like now I feel more confidence in myself. Where I'm like, there's no reason why I can't be, you know, getting a little bit of gas money back. Yeah. Do I expect to win? No. But now I'm getting more. We're like, all right. Now I'm getting mad when I don't do well. And it's like always right there, but like in the league we're in, and I fish like if you don't know how to throw at docks very good, you're kind of shit out of luck. Yeah. And that's been my last couple of years. I figured out how to throw at a dock. So it's kind of helped me a little bit more. So it's kind of, it's been good. It's been fun. Like, you know, I really, I, I do try to cash something, but if I'm out of it, I'm not, someone's coming by, like, here, go ahead. If you want this, go for it. If you're in the money.
0: Right. So you are getting a little pissed off if you don't catch him
1: Oh yeah. I get, yeah. I still get mad. That's the competitive side of it. That's the only reason why I really do it, but it's not like I go beat myself up for a couple of days, come back, look at it, think about it and be like, well, next time I guess we're doing this.
0: Yeah. It's a little, like, it's different than, you know, like coming up in hockey I bet. Cause like, you know, if you, if your slap shot sucks in hockey, you can just go, crank a you know, a couple five gallons of pucks against the garage door and and get better but fishing's more like decision making and mental stuff. That must it's the, it's like you can't really you can't like work it as much.
1: Yeah the you're right on like the mental side is like where it all really comes in, especially in like the format that I'm in, because you only have so much time you have to be back and You got to watch everything. So it's, you know, when do you call just like, okay, they're not here right now. They're not biting. You got to run this next. And, all right, we got 45 minutes left in this little period. Shit, we got to make something happen. So getting like not not getting so spun out out there is like the hard, is like the hard thing for me. I've been pretty good last, last year. I was really good with it. But before, like, you see this kicker just going up these guys are catching me like what the hell and you know what they're doing but you're not getting them so it makes it pretty tough
0: you guys have like the live scoring update and everything i haven't watched too many i know you know i know it's like a major league fishing style format every fish counts i would imagine like a one pound or 12 inch minimum uh but i don't know if they mirrored the live scoring is it that's the same as mlf same as
1: El yep the yeah the guy will tell you I'm um, not to tell you if you don't want to, but it's like kind of nice to know, okay, are they actually biting right now, or are we just sucking? like it's kind of nice to know too, right, but it also makes you mad when they are catching them and you haven't caught a damn thing,
0: yeah, I've never played that game before it's it's uh man, <laughs> that's a whole different whole different ball game that's like the hunger game, it's though. it's
1: different but... because you you don't have to chase five, you know yeah you don't have to chase just five you don't want just five big ones you want 22 pounders you know or more changes everything
0: yeah so you guys are all mlf fans i guess (laughs) (laughs) if If i I could could pay attention close
1: enough on tv (laughs) yeah i'm not doing that
0: (laughs) are you gonna go to the classic
1: again this year yeah we should probably i'll probably make it down there we should probably meet up i'm sure you got to go there now
0: uh no i can't go there um i've signed up for all them opens uh nine tournaments using every stitch of of time off i've ever had so um ah. the whole year every every single day is allotted uh, as much as i want to go to the classic there's there's just no way it's happening It'd be sweet, too, because uh, probably Gussie or Cooper are going to do good there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. It should be a good fucking tourney this year.
0: Yeah. You went to Hartwell last year for it. I did.
1: I did. That was uh, an experience. I didn't think there was uh, that many bass fishermen fans in the world. Until you get there, you see the shit show.
0: Yeah. Were you fired up at all? Were you looking around like, wouldn't mind fishing this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't mind fishing yet, but it, but you know, man, the commitment to do all that. No, yeah, not a- you've
0: already had like the lifetime of work,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't need to go day dark to dark in a boat anymore,
0: yeah. You're in retirement mode,
1: retirement. <laughs> You're right on that. If you want to stop for lunch during pre fishing, yeah, we can go and then have a couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's dangerous at sturgeon bay the old wave point sitting there
1: oh yeah yep that definitely is one spot like that spot you going to the bay this year
0: no no doesn't oh. doesn't align with the schedule it was so fun last year i really want to go back
1: yeah i think i'll i'll be back there that's one of yeah. my favorite tournaments
0: yeah you got to uh you got to tone down the handshakes this year so you don't, you boys don't get COVID again. I heard you extended the vacation a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. We might've got an extra five days out of that one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I oh, Well, if there's five days you want to spend somewhere at that time, the bay is probably one of them.
0: Yeah. I got it from the same thing, like the same derby. Uh, we all got it up here. Like anyone that went pretty much and there was no way I was like going fishing. I was dead. But I talked to Gus, and he's like, yeah, Buff and Mike are down there still, just living it up, <laughs> fishing
1: every day. We literally, like, yeah, get up when we got up, and all right, let's get out there and see what we can do. We went fish hard, fish for whenever, have a couple beers, go back, crash, get up, do it again. Hell yeah. The, you, the you second got... time wasn't bad. That was my second COVID one, so it wasn't – it didn't kick my ass.
0: You, uh, you boys stayed away from the – from the party crew a little bit at the bay this year too hey didn't you stay off site
1: yep yep no yeah i got a buddy that has his dad lives up there so we get to stay at his house which is kind of nice and it's within a four-wheeler ride of the of the gong show so went over there once or twice and most of the time we sat at home
0: that's a dangerous place that house that all the that nate the (laughs) great and the well and the boys are in (laughs) Yeah, it's like a frat house for 40 year olds straight up straight up
1: yeah but the sheds i don't know if the shed's any much better either
0: no absolutely (laughs) not a couple beauties there yeah yeah that's for sure it's nice to have like the fun derbies it's a big contrast from like you know doing a stone cold serious one to to ones where it's like especially that one because it's like you know, first one of the year and everyone's pent up all year and you see people you only see once a year and like, she's usually a breach.
1: Yep, yeah, I was just kind of breaking everyone in All right. Fishing season starting. Here we go.
0: Yeah. That was actually the first place I ever saw you on the water. Um, there was like 15 boats lined up in the back of Riley's and you were standing on the back deck of Peter's boat and you looked like the coldest mother on the, <laughs> on the lake that day
1: <laughs> i probably i most likely was yeah,
0: yeah. you were not digging it
1: yeah most of the time i'm there most time there i'm yeah i'm like this is miserable why do i do this
0: yeah and you were playing then too like i mean i'm sure the rest of the boys like kind of go enjoy the enjoy the offseason a little bit i don't know maybe kick back you're kind of putting yourself through i mean as much as we love tournaments there's a lot of them are pretty torturous.
1: You're actually right. Like, you know what, standing on a boat and fishing all day, like when you get off and you get home, like, I don't know if there's something more that's like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I have a couple beers or I'm going to bed. Yeah. It kicks your ass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dark to dark practice days. Like, you know, where you're out there 14 or 16 hours, like, people don't get how, how bad it sucks <laughs> <laughs> on the body, especially when you're a big rig. Remember McNanny making fun of us when we're eating, uh, eating ibuprofen at Sturgeon Bay in the morning?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need it. Like, man, I used to run around in the boat with a, with a, like a 50 pound weight vest on to get ready right yeah, for yeah. the season. Like. Man, I it would take that thing off at like I put it on at like seven thirty eight o'clock, take that thing off at like three thirty four, and like the next half hour, like dude, I felt so good. Oh man, that I couldn't wait to get that thing off. I to pop around, and as soon as I get home, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm exhausted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that does kind of make anglers look soft, though. Like I'm sitting here bitching about like. Oh, it's so hard on your body. And then here you are just adding resistance to it by 50 yeah. pounds.
1: Yeah. If I hit the water, shit, I was going right down to the bottom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could go down to the bottom and walk back to the ramp.
1: Right. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. No, you're, a, you're a grinder though. Like anytime I saw you when you were playing, like that one year you were staying at Brian's and it was, uh, man, I'll never forget this. It was that year of like the lockout, uh, the Olympic, whatever you couldn't, you guys couldn't go to the Olympics. So they had like the, the world cup was like, oh, yeah, yeah. you were, uh, man, I think you were doing chin-ups and in between sets, you were drinking Bud Light at KBI.
1: Sounds about, yeah, sounds about par for course. <laughs> sounds about par.
0: <laughs> That's mint, bud. You should be on the box doing that.
1: Uh, yeah, those kids don't do that shit no more. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, it's that kind of seems to be the same across the board. Um, you know, like there's all these young guys in, in fishing that are the up and comers and are gonna be the hammers and uh practice harder, uh, you know, fish longer, are more dialed into electronics and everything, and just don't really have. Maybe as much fun as as the old generation did.
1: No, they definitely don't. They go home and they they eat, they get gas, they rig up, and they're like, "All right, let's go do this again in the morning."
0: What were they you don't... seeing in the hockey hockey world towards the end?
1: The exact same. Like you had to be, you had to be on a good like nutrition diet you you pick your spots to go drink beer it's just come on like you didn't have lunch any you would never have lunch with your teammates the game just kind of went off you kind of had to do everything on your own it just wasn't fun anymore
0: yeah you said like it kind of switched from from the camaraderie a little bit to like going playing a video game in your hotel room (laughs) (laughs) like that was kind of the new fun
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's just yeah, and it changes. And I can't imagine what it's like now. Sure, it's gotten even worse. They probably don't even allow beer on the bus anymore, from the rink to the airport.
0: Are they working out longer?
1: Um, I don't. I don't know if they do that much. They escape. They just don't take a break. Well, I guess a two-week break at the end of the season, and you're back at it working out and skating so you don't really need to like keep lifting heavy unless you're you know 20 years old
0: yeah but they're on it like when you guys would shut her down how long would it be till like if you didn't make the playoffs when would you when would you skate again
1: oh you don't lie you
0: made the damn playoffs every freaking year you played probably
1: no i didn't it was usually like july middle of july i'd probably step on for the first time end of july okay skate skate like almost every day in august
0: yeah man i guess that's just like the natural transition in every sport like i mean i'm sure you see it in golf too um where it's just like people are understanding what gives them the competitive edge and are willing to spend their entire lives on it yeah
1: yeah, everybody, that's, you know, we can do one thing this these days if you want to be successful in anything, the way it looks. Even kids, like, coming up, like, down here, like, kids are just going crazy at, like, seven years old. They're already playing all summer, playing pretty much one sport. I'm like, my kid's barely playing hockey right now. So I don't, I don't know. I don't get it, but... It is what it is, right? You just got to let the kid run with what he wants to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool you mentioned that. You're like, ah, I don't know if he wants it yet or whatever. Might be a ninja. Like, not getting, you know, not getting the high-octane pressure.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good thing. Especially back moving back here, like, my kids don't feel like, okay, I have to play hockey because Dad played hockey. If we're in Winnipeg, I'm guessing he'd be – pressured a little bit more to play hockey yeah everyone just expect it from them but no they're good my daughter loves dancing which is great but kind of boring to watch
0: are you like there holding the purse and it's all all like other moms or what what is the layout there
1: no we we it's usually like a two-hour class so we can drop her off and come back but like the day they actually do their concert your daughter's only on for five minutes out of like the three hours you watch every other group which is kind of a painful thing four times a week for a seven minute show
0: yeah well good for you log some time in that dance studio bud
1: no it's good it's good it's fun she's and she's pretty good at it too and she enjoys it which is you know it feels good about yourself you know at least she's enjoying it you know just wasting time
0: yeah Yeah, huh? Oh, that's cool, bud. Um, what else we got going on? Are you uh, you're kind of like a Lake of the Woods guy, right? You grew up here. This is where it. uh, This is where it all started for you.
1: Yep, yep. Lake of the Woods. Yep. Just on the northwest angle U.S. side.
0: Have you been sneaking up, up here at all lately? Like I know, Gus, he mentioned he was going down to see you in in the fall. I was going to hop in, but have you been logging some time at the cabin?
1: No, well, no, I really haven't. I ran up with uh, Nate in uh, middle of October, maybe do do a little fishing, just kind of hang out, get up there, help my uh, stepdad close down the cabin for the winter, and we got. We had pretty shitty weather. We got some, like, say, inches of snow one day. We blew like twenty for like three days, and we pretty much just sat at the cabin and had a great time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't crush any Jameson on that trip, hey? Eh?
1: Oh man! By the time, by the time that wind stopped blowing, we we drank a lot more than Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. weird. Man, I remember uh before uh before I even knew you, we were heading down uh heading down to go crappie fishing kind of towards your end of the lake and we came across Rydberg on the ice road, he's heading home. And he just had a whole truck box full of snow machine parts. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what what happened, Maddie's like I went and saw a buff. <laughs> it was like a blizzard. I don't know what the hell happened, but he wrecked that sucker.
1: Oh yeah, he uh I actually think he crashed twice. But yeah, that was uh that was a tough weekend on Maddie, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, tough to see in the blizzard. Was that the first time you met him?
1: Um no. First time I met Maddie, I was I was young. He actually drove me home in arrows to whatever cabin I rented at that time. He's <laughs> like, Oh, I'll get you home. I sat at the front of the boat just like nervous, like, who is this guy driving me home in a boat? Middle <laughs> of the night.
0: Fuck. Yeah, you got the biggest hockey fan in uh in Suneros for sure. He was probably yeah. like he was probably texting his destination, like precious cargo on <laughs> route. Uh
1: yeah. And then after that we became pretty good friends. I I, I love him.
0: Hell yeah. He's a beauty. Yeah, you're in good hands there. Yeah. That, I think that was did me and you do the last derby you were up here, or was it with Ride Ry- I remember you and Rydberg were in the Alaskan at uh, one of the spring tournaments.
1: Yeah, we did a spring, I think. No, last time I was up there was with you. We were doing grouse hunting too, down around <laughs> the dam.
0: Bud, we gotta tell that story. You I'll let you take the reins. are you comfortable telling it?
1: Uh you'll you'll remember it better than I would.
0: I don't know, man. I don't think that's something you forget. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, I mean, well we bring uh what are we we were Maddie and then we have uh we have Bam Bam with us.
0: Yeah, uh, Bodie, Maddie's young kid.
1: Yeah uh so we're i think we go grouse hunting he's like oh we'll run down here and i think it's on the way to your cabin yeah and he just got at that time and we're driving down the gravel road and there's a little dam and like oh yeah dam coming up here so we just kind of roll up there real quiet slowly and shit if you wouldn't know some guy's got his leg up doing a captain morgan got the old lady just smoking that pole man that <laughs> You know, you know, it's one of those things you'll never forget. And we just sit there and watch and you hear Bam Bam in the back. Oh, I need binoculars. <laughs> we're all sitting there watching, giggling, laughing. Well, we had, you had no clue
0: what was going on. Uh, yeah, we were parked on the uh, Berry Creek Bridge. And uh, yeah, this could, they were bare ass naked too. Both of them yep. head to toe. Like, it looked like they were making a movie. And it was just like... Wednesday afternoon, like mid-September, it wasn't like it was a time of year where you wouldn't expect to see someone.
1: Right. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah. Uh, perfect. I actually have it on my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're one of on those. The draw.
1: Yeah. No, uh, no. Never forget that one.
0: Yeah. I, I drive past that about four times a week. And every time I go by, I look up and look at the spot. I haven't seen yeah. anyone there since.
1: Yeah. You'll always take a peek every time.
0: <laughs> oh yeah ashley calls me out on it too every time i look up
1: <laughs> uh well it's hard not to you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that was fun was that last year or two just two years ago two years ago in the fall hey? two
1: years ago yeah two years ago
0: yeah that was a good time that's when we ran out of gas we made that big stupid run and um Yep. ran out of gas like five miles from takeoff we had a little jerry can just spilt it all over the land.
1: <laughs> yeah i you know what i was surprised how far we made it on a tank of gas to be honest with you we ran quite a bit that day
0: yeah yeah we ran her far and re, we ran her hot and normally that's fine but our like our mistake was gassing it up on the water at crawford's camp that night instead of at the pump because you couldn't uh oh,
1: just, the sitting, just the way it was
0: just the way we're sitting in the water like uh you know it was bottom heavy so the tank filled up and yeah
1: yeah and our big asses in there
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember the first year you came up and fished uh the crawford's camp mega bowl
1: yeah let's talk about the first day you finally get there like <laughs> i'm i feel like a can of smashed assholes this morning you come flying in the house. You're like, "What did you do to my graph?" I'm like, "I had, I didn't do anything. Everything was working when I put the boat up there."
0: Well, hey, let's let's back up here. <laughs> I had uh, I'd met you before here and there, but like didn't really talk to you that often. Uh, I don't think I ever fished with you. No. And we lined we lined up for the Crawford's Camp Mega Bowl. I was in uh, Aurelia all week, or Elmer all week. And flying back Friday night, overnight, I was slated to land in Winnipeg at midnight. And I was like, okay, if I can unpack my bags, have a shower, make it to Arrows for Saturday morning and fish a derb with Big Buff. And he grabbed my boat out of the garage like uh, a couple days before and went and pre-fished, like was just killing time. Uh, not sure what the statute of limitations was, but I think, uh, I think the coaches were calling you for, <laughs> for training camp around that week.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, that have been right after. Yep, yeah, that was right after I stopped
0: playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, right on. This is gonna be good. And like, I was so tired. Um, You know, Buff had the boat. I kind, I rigged up my rods I needed before I left for for the city. And uh, I showed up, and it was so cold in the morning. It was below zero. Everything had frost on it. And I go to like check. I was like, ah, oh. left the graphs on the boat it's like no you know normally not a big deal they can get a little frosty use them all winter and everything but this was when uh a couple people had live scope but i had the old pan optics and you know i leaned on it heavy and i went to turn it on and it wouldn't turn on at all i hadn't even seen buff yet i just went straight to the boat and then uh I don't know what happened next. I went into the cab. There's no way I yelled at you. You just came in like, "Hey, what's going on?" You just kind of yelled
1: like, "What's going on with the graph?" And like, (laughs) being being like drunk and hung over, like, "Oh man, what am I?" I something up right away. Like, (laughs) (laughs) off to a good start. I was like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. It should be working.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't your fault. Um, Yeah, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we you brought it in. We threw it on the we threw it
1: on the furnace. I think, pretty sure you brought it. We threw it on the furnace, left it. And we were gonna come back and get it in the afternoon, but shit, by the time we picked that thing up, you you already had your bag. Yeah, oh, well Staunzi we were... Told me to prefish. Shit, we never even touched one of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, no zero prefish at all. Uh, Buff went and did the prefish. Like never been there before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never been there never hung anything never hung yeah. that smell before i had no idea yeah it's like the watching me do nothing
0: <laughs> yeah so whatever no pre it was like okay this is going to be a grind as it is and now i'm like okay now i don't have a, a panoptics and like man one of my buddies pro anglers down and uh, i don't know if you listen to the podcast but did you hear about the one where the guy's live scope died and he quit the tournament yeah, yeah. so yeah, can you imagine if this was that guy? But we made her work. Like, and we still caught him. I think we finished second. Still.
1: Yeah we yeah we did good. And um, first spot we pulled up. I'm pretty sure we caught like two or three right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, we set the pace, bounced around yeah. a little bit on the 2D. You can still make yeah. it work.
1: No, absolutely. We made it work good. And I mean, after that, I was like, dude, this guy loves this garment. Once <laughs> once we got it back, I was like, I've never seen anyone love this thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, to put it in perspective, uh, I was yelling at a six-foot-five NHL legend giant in a cabin at 5 a.m. that I'd never met before because (laughs) he potentially tainted my graph. (laughs) It's pretty safe to say I like electronics.
1: (laughs) For real. For real. Uh, Yeah, that was the start of it. And I was like, oh, whatever, we made it work
0: yeah yeah we had a good time yeah i was so tired that night i was like hallucinating like it's not like the training i was at all week was just like sit there and play solitaire and talk about your feelings and do multiple choice questions like we were beating on each other all week like you know going hard wearing <laughs> yeah. masks, things like that like i was so gassed already didn't sleep at all fished all day with you and then, uh, you know, st- in standard Crawford's camp fashion, we had to get into the sociables. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been that. so tired of my life.
1: Yeah. That was a long couple of days. They usually are when you're there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Crawford's camp and the mega bowl. Check them out to Crawford's Look at that. See what I did there, Maddie? Chirpy about you flipping your snow machine and then give you a plug.
1: There it is. son. <laughs> uh. oh, oh boy. Yep. What else do you well you guys you're heading south here in a minute, aren't you?
0: Uh yeah, we're going to uh going to a beach, man. It's I still got I had a little bit of vacation this year that I have to use up before January first and we're uh we're heading down to a friend's wedding down in Cabo. Nice.
1: That'd so. be nice
0: yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that it's been you know kind of staring at a screen you know all all like the grind time outside of work like trying to line everything up for this fishing all this fishing stuff and yeah i'm looking forward to just kicking back you gonna come down or what
1: i wish i wish too many things too many kid things to do oh yeah too many kids yep
0: I'm sure you'll yeah, get your no, I look
1: clean. I looked into it. I was I was kind of like ooh but yeah I'm not gonna do it waste my waste my time right now can't take those days off
0: yeah bud how about uh yep. you should take a look at the open schedule come come for a ride for one of those you think you could handle being a co angler for for a weekend
1: you know I could be a great co angler for a weekend yeah yeah no nope, that would be my gig i was actually looking at that i'll figure one one out that fits the schedule It'd probably be an early one and maybe a late one if so i could do two
0: yeah man you should take a take a look at it i uh yeah you're right that would be your like a good gig for you you're you've yeah. been damn like uh i don't want to pump your tires or anything but you you've been a real damn good partner the the four tournament days i've fished with you like not uh like super open-minded you don't see that very often um so you got that part locked up and then you just you know have your couple one two few techniques that you need and grind it out don't try to complicate it or nothing
1: yeah go i mean you can't expect much off the back of the boat you know you never know what you're gonna get with one of those situations but i gotta you know there's a bunch of you guys that are doing it so i was kind of thinking i got a buddy uh brian bickle he uh he played with me in chicago back in the day and he's doing he's doing them i don't know if he's doing all of them or if he's just doing like the trying to do like the northern part one i don't know yet but he was talking to me about coming and joining him i was like well i might just jump in the boat with somebody and just come on hang out with you old boys
0: yeah well the the shitty thing with that is uh if you like the official practice is five days and if you want to like you can only fish with someone who's registered as a co-angler or a pro in yep. the event. so like you can't just have a buddy hop in the boat during the week
1: yeah that's what i was saying i would register and come up and, oh. uh, and jump okay. in the boat and go from boat to boat
0: yeah yeah you should
1: i mean i was thinking about that but we'll see
0: is he going as a pro or as a co as a pro oh sweet
1: yeah so i think he he was gonna do it last year but then the board was all messed up still and he's like ah, i'm just not gonna mess with it yet
0: he's a canadian dude yep oh Around,
1: nice. um yeah i think he's really good friends with uh um what not zone of the other dude feel bad not uh mercer mercer mercer
0: yep him a mercer yeah. are real close okay that's cool yeah, yeah you can tell i'm not like a hockey nerd hey like i know the name but i yeah i don't know where he's been or what his story is
1: yeah no he's supposed to be joining so I figure i might try to get down and good see him too
0: yeah bud line her up we've been booking like pretty big houses for the first few and um we got brad and rasmussen brasmussen so <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good vibe i mean if, if either of those guys start a story you're like your toast for the night you take <laughs> <Right>? the <morning. laughs> especially brad uh, he's still telling me a story he started last week
1: that doesn't surprise me yep bradley's been texting me lately <laughs> trying to get, get together, shoot some birds, and it's like, I don't know, dude. It's oh, getting you cold have. out.
0: No way. Get on it. I'm still trying ways. to
1: shoot my deer. That's my problem. I'm trying to shoot a deer still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got some patience then. I like to just pull the trigger. I like going duck hunting and grouse hunting. And I sat for one day dark to dark for deer, and that was enough for me this year. need some <laughs> life.
1: Yeah, I've sat way too many dark to darks. But every deer stands within where, where the cell phones work so I can put a TV show on and pick up the binos and just glass and watch everything, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't mind being in a nice heated stand
0: watching shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was freezing the, the day I went, so it turned me off for good. Like I just sat, <laughs> not a critter showed up. It was minus 20 or whatever it was. Nothing moved the night before. And I just sat there with a, I had a buddy with me. It was his, he had a couple young kids. so It was his first time deer hunting. I was like, ah, oh, you can just come sit in my blind. And it, we were kind of having a contest of who could outlast each other, like without saying it. Mm-hmm. And it just turned into both of us just <laughs> freezing cold. I was like, oh, I'm done. Just threw my tag right in the garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I didn't have a heater in my stand, I wouldn't be doing many long sits. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, we had a heater, but just the way the blind was set up and how cold and windy it was, it was just, like, ripping every – it was just – it was – yeah, it was horrible. yeah. Yeah, man. You've been
1: catching some good crappies already, though, it looks like.
0: Yeah, yeah, real real smart for a 33-year-old. Hey, go risk your ass on two inches ice just to (laughs) catch a crappie. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I get addicted to that kind of first ice crappie thing. They just bite so good. It's so easy to hop around like there's no, you know, because there's no ice. Like you don't have to worry about standing there and and drilling holes through three feet ice. It's just so accessible.
1: Yeah, break a sweat drilling holes. Yeah, I I'll probably get up that way in the next couple of weeks, I I would guess. Before Christmas, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, bud, line her up you got to stop in the city and grab your grab your rig and then come back through this way
1: oh uh, i probably i won't grab my rig probably until after the new years but the ice and snow get where i can actually use a darn thing
0: Mm-hmm.
1: got a big track machine on with an f-150 so yeah i'll just wait till it snow's deep and get around with it nicely <laughs>
0: yeah you can leave that dr- rig in the driveway
1: <laughs> i, bet I, I <laughs> bet I could
0: i'll be i'll be driving it to work just <laughs> monster jamming over playgrounds and stuff yep. <laughs> yeah i'll join you for a nice fishing trip and nah, that sounds decent
1: yeah yeah no it's a good it's a good rig i'm excited to get it back
0: heck yeah it's probably a bunch of squirrels living in it nature's most likely care you just had her parked outside
1: uh yeah just uh yeah at a buddy's uh storage unit so
0: yeah huh sounds badass yeah Um, we'll stop
1: at a little lake winnipeg catch some greenbacks before i come your way for a few days yeah
0: yeah i'm planning on going up there we gotta go do a little bit of video stuff up there anyway one of these weekends so we'll uh we'll line her up maybe make her work because i wouldn't mind fishing that place they got better like day biters than we do
1: Yep. Yep. No, let's do it. Let's try to tee that up.
0: All right. We'll put her on the books, bud. And, uh, yeah, man, like I said, I keep eyeballing that schedule. It'd be good to have you down for one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely keep an
0: eye on it. Yep. All right, man. Well, uh, I won't hold you any longer. I know you're, uh, you're a busy guy. Any, uh, any closing remarks here before we shut her down?
1: Nah, dude. I, I enjoy the podcast I enjoy listening to it. I'm glad I got on finally.
0: Heck yeah, but man, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. I, I forgot to ask you this too. Um, I heard something back when you were playing that you had like a no, did you have a no media clause in your contract?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't, but, but <laughs> I just like didn't like the, I hated media. So I just kind of told the guys like, Hey, I'm not doing anything if I don't want to. And they always respected the media actually did too they just kind of left me alone and stepped in when i wanted to
0: nice nice i like it bud that says a lot and it uh yeah it means a lot for you to uh to jump on this unit and you know wave the wave no media clause for uh forget the net
1: (laughs) get the net i told the wife i'm like i can't go to the meeting and i gotta i gotta get the net she's like what are you talking about (laughs) like I gotta get the next you gotta talk on the show tonight, <laughs> so I got of a of a hockey meeting, which is great,
0: yeah, now she's gonna get home, you're gonna be all gassed out on tall boys from this uh from this session,
1: yep, and she's gonna chew my ass about something <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay bud well i'll let I'll let you get to it maybe put uh put some dinner on or something, and uh. Start working on your apology, but we'll uh (laughs) we'll keep in touch for the next little bit here. It sounds like we uh we might be running into each other over the winter.
1: All right. Sounds like a plan.
0: Okay, buddy. Thanks again.
1: All right, later, buddy.